Golf guys are sitting in the studio, waiting to rock and roll. But before we do that, I'm going to talk to Joe House. I feel bad because I, listen, we may have taped the house interview. And I may start the interview by saying my favorite guy to talk golf with. It's kind of shot fired at two guys in the room. <laughs> These guys are seething right now. Like, but here's the thing. House, House is one of my favorite guys to talk golf with. There's no doubt about it, right? Like, this is going to be a Masters preview pod, okay? It's going to be a lot of Masters talk today. It, this is if there's no love for golf. We got lots of special stuff lined up for the podcast only portion of this, which, by the way. Tune in. If you're not doing it, I, it's not for the haters, okay? Again, it's not <laughs> no, for the haters. haters stay out. Haters, haters stay, out. stay out. People who enjoy, head on over to the podcast page, Spotify and iTunes. We keep it rolling beyond the radio show. There's a podcast only portion of the show now. Do all the nice things and go check it out. Not the haters. Haters. Only the supporters. Yes, exactly. (laughs) I'm sensitive. Okay, before I do the golf stuff, though, quickly, quick thought. You say Kikuchi. What a a performance by him last night. I know people want to discredit it. They want to say, but J.D., it's the Royals. Who cares? You know who got lit up by the Royals? Jose Barrios, night Mm -hmm. before. You say Kikuchi went out there, and he did his damn thing. If you recall, somebody bought some stock during the spring. I was about to say, your stock's looking nice right now. Somebody. <laughs> I, it's okay. I was the only one who believed in him. Like, the rest of the world wrote off Yusei Kikuchi. And, and you I, were on an island. And I was on an island. And I stood bravely beside him, and I said, not me. I will not abandon you. You, you say, say I, I am here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you say, I answer. All right? And I oh stood by him. Oh, my goodness. I stood by him. And this is what you get, is you get to... A five-inning outing against the Kansas City Royals in one of the first games. Of the no, in all seriousness, though, okay. I, I really do believe a lot of what happened with Kikuchi last year was pretty clearly some mental stuff, right? He has the one huge strikeout in that game where he throws 97 high heat. Mm-hmm. And in the words of my buddy Sam McKee, who's sitting beside me in silence right now, tantalizing. <laughs> I actually thought about starting to put a tantalizing count on, on some of the shows we do together because that's one of my boy's favorite words. But it absolutely is true. It was tantalizing watching him fire that one. And man, the Jays just don't have any starting depth, right? Beyond mm-hmm. Yusei Kikuchi, it's Mitch White, complete lottery ticket. Some people love him. Blake mm-hmm. Murphy thinks he's going to be superstar. Some Blue Jays fans actually believed that he was dating Margot Robbie, which is to me his legacy. Yeah, Pete, obviously. Pete falls for everything. <laughs> sorry, Never, sorry, Pete. Sorry to throw no, you under the bus No, there. no, dude. I, no, no joke, Pete. Well, actually, Joe, you're one to talk because you fell no, for... No, it was bad. That was bad. Joe fell That's for the Reddit. That's my one stain. That's yeah, my one Joe stain. Joe fell for the Reddit thing where he was like, all NFL games are scripted. That wasn't the Reddit thing. It was the, it was the video on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was the Barstool yeah. Sports. But the script is now my Joe, bit. I've Joe literally it wrote in the in our google doc like i can't believe this he's like i knew some games were fishy but fully scripted yeah, no, it's bad. It bad it sounds worse when you say it like that but pete pete is like when april fools happens on twitter i go oh no this is pete's this is the end of taste for him he's gonna get caught a hundred different times i'll just say uh, i on April Fools, yeah, you got I caught. sent so many messages to the group chat, mm-hmm. and then realized, oh my god, it's April Fools! Yeah. I deleted them before you guys could <laughs> yeah, see. I know, but man. Bad. I'll never forget you sent you sent one from like a fan account that had a thousand Twitter followers that was like, 
Austin Matthews out for oh, the season. That was, that, that was after the extension. John. Yeah, so sorry, no extension. Yeah, I was at the John Mayer concert. The John Mayer earlier. concert. A, he was at, and I was like, it was a great night. What are yeah. you doing? <laughs> yeah, my this bad. is outrageous. Like <laughs> yeah. you have no filter for this. It's Can't like, sign until July first. Yep. Unbelievable. Terrible. Anyway, turn your mic off. <laughs> uh, poor Pete. So there are certain guys in the market that just get enough. They get enough heat. They get enough hate. Kikuchi stuck with it the entire time. Mm-hmm. The broadcast kept talking about it. Guy who goes about his work, does his work properly, and was a good teammate last year. Uh, changed his role for the team when they needed him to. And, yeah, he makes a lot of money. But some guys are pouty and some guys are not like that. Mm-hmm. He apparently was not. Apparently did everything that he could to kind of get right and get back. And, yeah, now we're seeing it where, hey, he had a really good spring. He's building that little bit of momentum. And that's what you need from Kikuchi, right, is five innings where he doesn't kill you. Yeah, only three hits. Five innings where he just doesn't get one walk. Yeah. One walk, three hits, lovely stuff for Kikuchi. Mm-hmm. I just, that that's the thing for me is so many guys in sports get absolutely beat up on. And then every once in a while we reach a point where you go, man, it's the Simpsons meme. Stop. <laughs> He's already dead. He's already dead. <laughs> and now with Kikuchi, it would be really, really awesome if there was a bit of a redemption story here. And frankly... If Barrios is last year Barrios, they might need a little bit more. Anyways, it's Masters Preview Pod Day, all right? Play more Blue Jays other days. Play more Blue Jays tomorrow with Ennis. Today, Masters Preview. It's time to get into it with my favorite guy to talk off with, Joe House. House. JD. What's up, brother? How we doing? Awesome. How you doing? I'm doing okay, man. I'm, I mean, it's Masters Week. I'm fine. Exactly. It's, it's, we're, we're on our knees and praying. Yeah. I honestly, dude, it's like, hey, we'll just start this thing. It's Joe House, the Fairway Rolling Podcast, which is excellent. My favorite guy to talk golf with. And I was sitting there last night. I got absolutely killed on San Diego State. And it was one of those bets was over. Oh. To, yeah. I put the seven and a half and I was just like, these guys are tough. You know, it's a tough defensive team. Yeah. They'll find a way. And then I'm just sitting there just miserable, right, for a second. And then I went, why are you mad? You all like, you know, I get the post tournament. God, there was so much to bet on. It was so fun, blah, blah, blah. And then I looked at the Masters odds and I went, everything is fine. You know, everything is going to be Everything is fine. Yes, everything is perfect because it is Masters week. Okay, so last time I spoke with you, we were talking about full swing and I hadn't seen it yet. And I will tell you, I'm a little disappointed, but you gave me the heads up of, hey, this is all about this year, right? This is about this season for full swing. And I, I took that advice and I watched the last episode of it and went, you know what? House was bang on with this take. This is the correct take. So I want to start about with this way. We, you and I get to sit down in the producer's room, right? We get to be a part of full swing. They've brought us in. They go, hey, actually, they just bring you in. They go, Joe, you're Joe House. You're from the Fairway Rolling Podcast. Um, you get to choose a storyline outside of Rory because it's too obvious. We're obviously going to try to do Rory. We can't do Tiger. Who's the next person that you want to do the story on at this Masters? Oh, wow. At this Masters. Uh, Patrick Reed. Three. Really- He's on the Mount Rushmore. Yes. Okay. Yeah, well, here's why. Mm-hmm. This is an unprecedented, once-in-a-lifetime, never-to-be-repeated Masters. Like, there might be disruption in the golf world sometime 50 years from now. Uh, I don't think I'm going to still be on the planet. Mm. So we, we have a, an actual, like, keen competition at the Masters. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's kind of unfathomable. As, as we have been sort of sizing up our dance cards and thinking about what wagers we want to place and mm-hmm. particularly how are the live guys going to perform, Mm-hmm. One guy that I know will be up for the moment is Patrick Reed. Yes. 
I mean, the, the, the guy channels the, 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 the conflict. He lives for the violence, J.D. You yes. know what I mean? I so do like this. He wants all the smoke. He's going to show up. He's going to be ready for it. Like, I would be tracking him okay. because it, it's, a, it's a drama cloud surrounding him at all times. So, obviously, I see our friends at Botano have uh, plus 7,400 for, yeah, Patrick Reed to win this thing. And now I have to do it because this is the first thing that you came I'm on. on it. And I'm like, yeah, why, 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 not be, why not live this way? Because, yeah, one of my questions actually for you was, who is the number one nightmare for the PGA, right? Like, who's the number one nightmare guy? So, you obviously think it's Reed. Because I was debating, I think there's only three candidates. I think Reed was definitely one of them. I think Phil is absolutely one of them, right? Like, imagine golf has to f- celebrate Phil, like, Boy, I don't even know what that looks yeah. like. I I yeah. genuinely feel like people would be paralyzed. He sinks that final putt, right? And what happens? <laughs> what do people say? Right, we, it, it's literally unfathomable, and I will tell you, probably my favorite bet on the entire board is Phil Mickelson to miss the cut. It's okay. at minus 102, I think, right now. Mm-hmm. I, I'm plowing... A very uncomfortable amount in, into that uh, particular way. Do you feel, though, as though some of your Phil hate has played into this bet? Because I feel like this is a great bet for the Phil haters. I don't really hate Phil. Okay. He, he, he's exactly what, what Fred Couple said. He's a nutbag. He mm-hmm. lost his mind over the last couple <laughs> years. I, I thought him winning the PGA Championship at Kiowa, yeah. I just feel lucky to have been able to watch that. It was it was absolutely incredible. He just lost his mind. And, yeah. and that happens sometimes, but he's not good at golf. He can't play competitive golf. Yeah. We, you don't need it. You know, we have two years of evidence of it. He hasn't played well since he won the PGA championship. So, uh, you know, this, we, we try and be rational with, with the bets. We're not, yeah. this one's not one from the heart. This one's from the, from the wallet. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Phil can win either. I just like picturing a world where he's at least in the hunt and he's at least competitive and something happens here and everyone's terrified. I thought my number three pick for worst live guy to win was Cam Smith just because he was a top of his game guy, right? Like a lot of the other dudes that left went and chased the bag. When Cam Smith left, he had just won. And there was sort of a feeling of, hey, what exactly is this guy to the world of golf? Who is he in the world of golf? How high ranked should he be in the world of golf? And, and if, like, I feel like if he won, that would be the number one legitimizer of Liv. Do you agree? Well, I think the number one legitimizer of Liv was him leaving mm-hmm. right after winning the British Open, right yeah. after winning the, the Open Championship. Um, and, you know, I, I don't know now that, that, like, the idea of Cam Smith uh, assimilated into that um, orbit. And, and he, he was very good, I thought, at his press conference yesterday. He was very candid about mm. At peace with the decision, um, and he's not sure about how he's playing. But I don't know that I would think of of him as necessarily being a worst case scenario for the tour because they've kind of already taken that hit. Like he's definitely a top five player in the world, e- even at this this moment. I don't know what kind of form he's in. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, he went fishing while everybody was at at the player championship. He wasn't able to defend. He said the 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 waterways around Ponte Vedra are wide open. Everybody was watching the golf, so he and his buddies had a great time. Um, but I, I I mean, Phil would just be be terrific. You know, maybe I think honestly, it's like somebody like DJ might be a little bit worse because it reminds everybody of what we lost with DJ. Cameron mm-hmm. Smith isn't exactly like a household name in in. Uh, uh, you know, the, the American um, sporting public's uh, golf consciousness the way DJ is. Yeah, that's why I feel Cam is worse, though, because if he wins it, he becomes more, right? This is a selling feature for Liv where they go, we have the guy. 
You guys keep okay. saying that there are other people that are the guy. We actually have the one. Because I, I think for the PGA, it's clearly either Rory or Scotty wins this thing, and it's huge for them, right? Scheffler wins. They go back-to-back champ. We've got the new dominant alpha guy in golf. He's the, the one you should be watching. He's what we hoped Kepka could be, but actually an even better dude, right? A, a better guy to put public facing. Obviously, the story with Rory is plain, simple, clear. It's the massive. It, it's the number one gets every single casual involved in this thing. I just feel like if I'm running live, I want Cam Smith to win this thing. You know who I don't want to win, though, if I'm live is Kepka. He just won again. Yeah. And then there's those rumors that maybe he wants to come back and he's saying he's healthy. Do you buy that smoke? Because I, I kind of want it to be real. I don't know if I believe it. I just, I want it to be real that Brooks Kepka ends up winning this thing or is in the hunt. And then he turns his back on live and he's the first guy to try to bolt. Yeah. You know, I don't um, dismiss stories like that lightly. Mm-hmm. I think he's a pretty shrewd operator. Uh, and honestly, I think I shared this uh, when we got together and talked about full swing. I still don't believe that he had not made up his mind about jumping over to live when he, mm-hmm. when he taped his particular segment for full swing. I thought that whole thing was artifice. I thought that was a performance. I thought he knew for sure that he's going to live. Agreed. So I, I give him a lot of credit for being kind of a, a calculated Actor, um, so I, I don't I don't dismiss at all the notion that he's looking at um, what's happening with the PGA Tour. They solve the money and the profile stuff, and and the thing that I think we may be underrated with with Brooks and and we have to put Jenna in that package as well. They like being in the public eye. Mm-hmm. They like being on television. He ain't on television. Exactly. I mean, you know, no, he's not sitting courtside at Orlando Magic games and getting the camera on him. Because he's not on, on network TV here, uh, you know, uh, uh, 40 times a year, 30, 35 times a year uh, when he's off on, on the CW on Saturdays and Sundays. You know what I mean? Dude, 100%. He just showed up at a Florida Panthers game and brought somehow brought a pylon and was yelling at one of the defensemen of that team. And then it was revealed that they're not friends and that he was just doing that. And I went, what the hell? And, and it, that's another good reminder of this guy loves the spotlight. There's a reason why he tried to blow that the shambo thing up, right? It wasn't just because he hated yeah. Bryson. It's because he wanted the spotlight. His affiliation with the Barstool guys, the way that when he yep. was hot, the way he did the media tour where he was the guy that was above playing golf the way that golf was supposed to be, the alpha, the competitor, the pace guy. Uh, yeah, my guess is if he feels healthy and if he feels good and he's able to either win this thing or be in the hunt with this thing, I, I got to imagine the live people go, yeah, he's out of here. He's, he's going to want to go back to that. And you know what, what's uh, super interesting, and it would happen in a way that you and I would never know, I wouldn't be shocked if there was some kind of subsidy. You know, like mm. he has to stroke a giant check back to the Saudis, but I bet the tour and its partners could come up with some way to help Brooks offset some of that expense. Now, yeah. I'm, I'm down in my conspiracy theory, uh, you know, realm with that. But if the money is the thing, money always has a solution yeah. as far as I'm concerned. I, I love this conspiracy because it flies directly in the conflict of what some of my friends are saying, which is that the PGA doesn't want him back. And I'm like, I don't even understand this position. Why wouldn't they want a defector? That's got to be the number one thing that they're hoping for right now is a massive defender it, that goes, this is just not competitive golf. This is not where the best golfers are. It was nice for the check, but I want to be playing meaningful tournaments. That's the biggest win they could possibly have. You're absolutely right. You and I are in lockstep agreement, and it's why 
what you're you're positing here in terms of him having a good Masters that really could ramp up the the, the exit ramp timing. Mm-hmm. I I want it to happen. I really do. Uh, I I, I like the idea of live, but the execution of live for me has been a complete failure. Like I'm not watching it. I'm never seeing it. Um, and I just get clips and then I get told someone wins something and then there's, Hey, there's actually a controversy. I go, yeah, I don't really care. I want the best golfers back at all the tournaments. I'd rather have it be this way. It's fine that they have their evil empire ship over somewhere else. I thought it was going to end up being a good thing. I just don't think it's worked out that way. I hope that we have some saw some juice though, with like the galleries at this thing. I'd love to see a person here or there removed because they were yelling at one of the live people. Do you, do you, cause this is such a classy affair right obviously it's golf and this is golf's crown jewel but is there a small part of you that wants a little bit more drama a little bit more attitude among some players like maybe we get that rory reed moment on the course maybe we do get a fan that's a little rowdier like what what is your hope if when it comes to the drama element of this weekend i would love some some player tension some some notable you know some face expressions some cold shoulder Something interesting coming out of the champions dinner. They're they're working hard. I think Ben Crenshaw is going to go in there and try and make everybody sit down and and state their name and and their favorite color and try and do some kumbaya <laughs> at the dinner to keep keep the temperatures low. Uh-huh. But man, that that the one thing I can tell you that that as far as I'm concerned, we're not going to see is anything out of the patrons. Like they just don't tolerate it there, and it's not even like the. the the iron fist of the law, it's that the patrons all self-police. Like, people don't even you, – you get you get looked sideways for, for yelling after guys tee off. I mean, Yahoo's still do it, but that, that the, the place where we're going to see that kind of fan drama is up in, in New York, upstate New York, for the PGA Championship yes. in May. That's the one that I'm, I'm looking forward to. This one, to me, is really setting the stage. And, and mm-hmm. all four of the majors this year are, are, are lining up with this same storyline, um, this, this basic idea of team competition, which has never been a part of, uh, of the majors. And it's why it, it's such a, a rich uh, moment in, in, in professional golf and, and why I'm very excited to be heading down there today. Oh, that's so nice. I'm, I'm so jealous of you. And, yes, you're right. I, I don't really need it from the patrons. But I, it will be an absolute nightmare if they end up with a live and a PGA guy in the final pairing. And it's like Sergio Garcia with Justin Rose where they're high-fiving each other and they're going, I'm so happy for you. Uh, if that happens, I, I don't know how I'll feel. Uh, sick is actually how. Like, it could happen. Yeah, it could happen. I, I know it could. Get ruled out. I know. And that, that would just be that's – a, that's a huge L for golf fans. That's a huge L for golf. That's a huge – for everybody involved. Okay, so last two things, House. One is – Scheffler or Rory, more compelling just to you personally? Uh, it's got to be Rory okay. um, because of his ascension to the to the top of the industry. I mean, mm-hmm. he's the most important in person in the entire industry through the combination of his um, in, incomparable uh, charisma and his ability to be a compelling, sincere, earnest spokesperson for the interest of the PGA tour and also playing incredible golf. He was awesome for about, you know, four months there. One thing that has fallen off in the first part of this calendar year, 23 is his putting, but for him to play as well as he played in the last portion of last year to win the, the, the FedEx cup uh, by going out and grabbing the thing by the throat 
and and then also to be you know really rewriting the book on how professional golf is going to be uh, competed and and appear on television. Pretty pretty impressive story. Like it, it, this master is completing his legacy. You know, I was disappointed um, to not have him win the 150th Open Championship because that story was a pretty great story. Yeah. But even but now this master story is is right there. It's one A in terms of a storyline that that you know completing, um, you know, putting him. He's already up at the up the very upper echelon, but but this this clinches him as a top five most important player in the history of golf if he wins this week. Yeah, and so you're right. I, I guess I've been just trying to zag a little bit more with the Scheffler angle, going man, having someone go back to back and having him be just like the clear alpha of golf would be very cool to me. I I, I agree. Yeah. The problem is he's Applebee Scheffler. I know. I mean, it's all the menu. Yeah, I know. He really is. He's right down the middle. I know. He's it, firecracker shrimp and sliders. <laughs> that's the thing about Scheffler is, and that's what I actually did find so interesting about watching Kepka watch him and be obsessed with him is because Kepka's going, you're just the sanitized version of me. Like, this, yeah. this is so, yeah. this had to be killing him watching Scheffler just take everything that he was trying to brand himself as, but then the boring version of it. Just like, I don't know, what, I can't tell you a single thing about Scotty Scheffler outside that he's incredible at golf and that he's kind of handsome and tall. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, and, and, you know, he, he, he's a Christian. So yeah, the two right, things that's I know. What I he's like, does anybody know what Scotty Scheffler does when he steps off a golf course? Like what he, what he enjoys? You're right. He probably just goes to Applebee's, has the same thing every time. I can 100% see that. <laughs> Treats himself to two or three beers. I don't think he's a compelling figure. But yes, I just, I also do like having sort of the golf robot. Obviously, Spieth to me is number three, and then I think number four would be, yeah. Well, actually, no, you're right. The number three would definitely be, if it's a live guy, that was, yeah, of the Patrick Reed variety and then Spieth comeback story and all the beauty narrative stuff that gets tied in. Because golf fans love Spieth. They just will not abandon Spieth. But, okay, last one. Um, There's pretty significant changes to the course. It is much longer, like way longer than I thought it was going to be. How do you think this actually impacts things, if at all? Well, here's the the, the added uh, element to that, mm-hmm. and I use the word element uh, intentionally. The weather looks awful, mm-hmm. and the changes to 13—that's the most prominent change yeah. to the golf course. All the guys coming off. It sounds like it's a three-shot hole. I mean, I, I I'm literally begging FanDuel to post how, how many eagles will there be on 13, um, so I can bet the under because I, I think everybody is going to lay up. The only eagles that might come would be from somebody, you know, chip, chipping in from across the Creek. Mm-hmm. But, um, I, you know, it's, it's, it's listed around 7,600 yards. The, there's a combination of rain and cool weather over the weekend. This forecast is, is, is a real bummer. Yeah. It might be playing like eight over 8,000 yards. So I, it's going to be, it really creates a bunch of uncertainty in terms of what kind of guys are going to have success because the last, you know, we were sort of looking for parallels in terms of when this, when, when the golf course played um, particularly tough under bad weather conditions. And it was like 2007 and 2008, you know, Zach Johnson and Trevor Immelman won. Um, so we're, we're, we're talking through, do we cross off the short hitters um, this week? If, if the course indeed plays as long as mm. it seems it's going to play because of the weather um, or are those guys, you know, the guys, the steady grinders that hit the ball right down the middle uh, and we'll be saving par from all over the place. Is that the, the kind of tournament we're going to have? 
Um, so it's, you know, the, they add length kind of every year, but the 13th is the most um, dramatic uh, increase. And it, it's, a, it's a restoration, a lot of people are saying, of the whole um, and the way it was intended to be played, you know, all the way back to kind of the Bobby Jones vision. Mm. House, I can't wait to listen to Fairway Rolling podcast, which is excellent. Again, everybody subscribe, review, go listen. I'm very jealous that you get to be there. Uh, enjoy it, man. That is going to be one hell of a weekend, one hell of a Masters. I'll have a $5 domestic and an egg salad in your honor. Thank you. I appreciate that, sir. Uh, Joe House, the Fairway Rolling Podcast. Safe travels, buddy. Thanks, JD. See you, man. All right, there he was, Joe House. Great to talk to. And I love how excited he is heading down the event. One day, one day I will go to that event, and I will be a very, very happy man. Love a show trip. All the boys. Uh, yeah. Right. Here's what I can promise you, Joe. You're leaving me somewhere. You and Pete will have zero, <laughs> zero, zero uh. thought in terms of what I would like to do or where we go. I still can't believe that Ben Ennis has gone but also won the lottery multiple times. That he has won the ticket lottery m- more than one time. Really? Yeah. So I wonder what the mathematical odds of that are. That's eh, not that insane, but he's made a pretty profit off of it and still gone and yeah good for him anyways i've got the golf guys here we're gonna do a little bit of added stuff i'm really pissed off at guns's boy rory so yeah i'm gonna give it to guns and then we're gonna get into basically everything that we left on the table tiger expectations can't believe i didn't talk about tiger woods like at all with joe house yeah it's true well i didn't want to because i want to talk about with the tiger guys golf Mm -hmm. guys next Discussing the biggest stories that matter to Toronto sports fans. The Fan Morning Show with Ailish Forfar and Justin Cuthbert. Subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, golf guys here. What are you guys doing? What's your you're doing two days a week coming up here now that we're in golf season where you do what time? Uh, TBD for that Gunning. still. Uh, yeah. So we're going to go looking like Monday, okay. Wednesdays, uh, once we get uh, a little more distance from the hockey season is okay. kind of the, the thing there. And then every Saturday, uh, we got you covered. Right. right. Hockey. Hockey. That's still going on. Yeah, it is. It's, it's so funny because it's going to go from basically all these just complete slog leaf games. Like last night felt like torture. Work. Oh, Watching last night, game. McKee and I, horrific. What do you think the over under on us griping about watching that game text was? At 45? least five. I was gonna say I said at least five myself. Yeah, so. I know. <laughs> it was it was intense. Well, the both of us just won. Man, this is the time of the year where, recently, anyways, <laughs> the Leafs. I I shouldn't sound so entitled because the Leafs have been so bad for such a large portion of my life, like good mm-hmm. chunk of my adolescence. Mm-hmm. But this is now the time of year where we get into. The Leafs are locked into their spot. We mm-hmm. get it. They're not going to win the President's Trophy, but they're close and they're locked into their first round matchup because Gary Bettman... They've had the same get, regular season for ex- seven ex- years. Ex- exactly. We've seen it all the entire time. <laughs> yes. And yeah. then the Jays come and it's hot, sexy, fresh Oh my God, it's most times. exciting thing in the world. Dealing. And the difference between the two, and sometimes Raptors are frisky and sexy in there and they go, we're interesting too. Watch us. And you go, ooh. <laughs> but this year, it's just... Yeah, nobody's well, watching. They, they, the Hornets didn't play anybody last night. It was well, just yeah. G League team. Listen, <laughs> the only people that watched the Hornets and Raptors game last night, Will Lou and my mom. 
Nice. <laughs> my mom watched every Raptors game, send me texts all the time. And, and, and she, I love my mom's texts because they're always like, woohoo, OG. And I'm like, I, I came in here and said, did the Raptors yeah, play last night? No, my, oh, my mom has 100% watched more Raptors games than me this year. And she's been in Spain for a month. She loves her raps. She loves her raps. That's I, fair. Loyal fan. Listen, I like the raps I respect too. respect it. I like the raps too, but they, this they played a lot of the same nights as the Leafs this yeah, year. They've had some overlap. And, yeah. and I'll do the record. And I'll do the rewatch, mm. and I'll like I, I've seen I would say at least eighty five percent of the Raptors mm. games this year. But like last night where they go Charlotte and there's two other games, I go I think I'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't think this will affect my analysis of the playoffs missing this particular <laughs> Raptors game this evening. Anyways, the Masters is here. You were the Magic Johnson. I'm not gonna be there. Yeah, that was me. 100%. I'm not gonna be there. Yeah, I'm not gonna be there. <laughs> yeah, no chance. I would say last night on the docket, if I would have been able to power rank what I would have watched. Number one, obviously Blue Jays. Yep. Number two, Sabres, Panthers. Number mm. three, Celtics, Sixers. That would have been it. Yeah. And then number four, I probably would have want, wanted to watch Luis Castillo pitch for the Mariners. Cause, nice. What yeah. about Oilers, Kings? Is that anywhere near the top? Eh, not really. Yeah, okay. They're going to play seven more. They're meeting play. in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're about to play each other. And, seven times. Yeah, I get it. McDavid's good. Fine. I'm, I'm a bedard guy. <laughs> no, Gavin, Gavin McKenna. Gavin yeah, McKenna. Yeah, you're not my Connor. No, he is. I love Connor McDavid so <laughs> yeah. much. It hurts me, actually, how much I love Connor McDavid and how much I want to praise the Oilers for him. Uh, okay, so, yeah, Masters, Masters, Masters. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Um, all right, a couple things to start off with here before maybe we get into some picks and some secondary storylines and the things that the hardcores count, care about. These two are diehards, all right? Mm -hmm. They watch everything. In fact... Yeah, the amount of times I'll be texting Sam going, and then about something sports related, and he'll go, "I wasn't watching; I was watching the golf." It's a very, <laughs> it's a very common text that yeah. I get back from my buddy because he's constantly watching stuff that I'm not even aware uh, exists. Corey Connors win last week. Let me let me start by saying this though: you two watch a ton of golf. Mm -hmm. I was team live is good for golf, even though it's obviously a bad look for these guys, but let's not pretend any of these dudes are good people. <laughs> like yeah. any of these golfers are uh, the type of guy. Safe that, assumption. Yeah. That you want to aspire to be. Uh, th here's the, my guess. Many are involved in shady cabals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, that, the live tour, them deciding to go take the Saudi money was not the worst thing. A lot of those guys <laughs> did. All right. That's just one of the things those guys did on a list when they uh, get to a certain place. Anyway, um, I thought Liv would at least add a really cool couple of elements to golf. One is the competitive nature, which we saw a little bit in when we watched Full Swing, the very last episode with Rory where he's at the open and he's on the massage table and he says, bleep, Phil. And I went, <laughs> yes, cool, Rory. And I bought into the Rory hype and uh, yeah, he he loses to Cam Smith and Cam Smith goes to Liv and I'm like, this season is going to set up for something cool. But here's what I've noticed about Liv. They don't play golf very often. Yeah. <laughs> and when they do play, no one's aware of it happening. Mm -hmm. And I don't know a single serious golf fan who watches a lot of Live Tour. I remember at the very beginning, Sammy was streaming like a little bit of it. Yeah. Remember that? I've Early watched days. a couple tournaments this year. Yeah, Not like full in full, but like I've seen my flick back option. You've seen a couple of tiny yeah. little pieces of it, but yeah. for the most part, I would say that this has been a bit of a flop from Absolutely. a no question. Like, okay. What what was the point of all of this exactly? Like what Money. what is 
no, I get that it was for money and <laughs> that, that those the guys, <laughs> that the guys that are funding it have so much of it that they mm. genuinely don't know what to do. They're like, we've bought everything. Let's just, what about golfers? You want to go buy some golfers? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, Let's put them in a I guess. Yeah. Like, look, there's Phil <laughs> on our course. He's pretty cool. <laughs> He's Not there. Not really, but. Yeah. He knows what's going on. <laughs> Literally, he said to journalists and then said off the record that he didn't know what's going on. Uh, but okay, let's let's start with this. Um, Rory McIlroy, yesterday, he's at the podium, and they ask him about the live guys. Because, Sorry, I just need to steal myself to defend well, yeah. my boy Rory, here from Rory all of you. Rory is the captain of the PGA. He is the Captain America of the PGA Avengers, right? He is there to be the leader. He's the one that has spoken up. He's the one that got more... Money for the PGA guys, right? Correct. He's the man. And then he steps to the podium yesterday and they ask him about it and he goes, well, listen, I see Brooks and DJ all the time. I love golfing with those guys. And then he has this kind of little answer of, and I'm not as good of friends with everyone as I am them. So he doesn't, that's, that's like the spicy part of the quote is he's <laughs> like, I am not best friends with Patrick. It's like, ooh, la, la. Spicy. But then he's like, oh, but this event is, it's all about this event. And you go, great. What the hell just happened? Okay. So I'm not getting the drama that was, I was promised. No. Because I haven't seen one sexy quote from any golfer. What's actually the best one was from, uh, what's his name? Little tiny guy, Matt. Uh, oh, Mito Pereira? No. Oh. The little fella that won on full swing and he gets his episode, the British guy, the time. Oh, Matt, Matt Wallace. Matt, Matt Fitzpatrick. Matt Fitzpatrick. Yeah, Matt Fitzpatrick. He had the one where he was on Barstool and he was like, yeah, I don't think those guys should come back. It's not fair to the fellas on the tour that <laughs> committed to the PGA. And I was like, yeah, buddy. <laughs> nice try, little fella. No way. <laughs> those guys want back in. hundred percent. Yeah, they're coming back. Uh, yeah, all right. How do we feel just about the live guys here, the drama here? Uh, yeah, because for a casual like me, I feel very let down. Okay, so I'll I'll jump in here. Yeah, I see guns. you, both of you came at me with, defend your boy. He's walking back his comments. Yeah, because he's honestly, here. it was kind of a, like. Because he won. It was a, it's a word, it's, it's a word we can't say. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I know, I know which one yeah. you're getting at, <laughs> but he won. So I actually don't think he's that. Yeah. Because he, he won. He's sitting there with yeah. his big paycheck and okay. talking about how strong he is and how much he wins all the time. And when you look at the live guys versus them, there was a moment. There was a chance. There were five minutes after Cam Smith beat him at St. Andrews and he goes to live, and you're saying, Wow, is that the sea change and can yeah. live really make a go of it? Yeah. And guess what? They have had countless weekends where there was no golf on the PGA Tour that mattered outside of to sickos like me, and they've never been able to break through. So he doesn't need to keep hammering them over the head. It is a complete big brother, little brother thing. Yeah, I like some of those guys. Guess what? Some of them I don't. We don't need to do this every week. So to me, it is just... Not such... every week. This is the crown jewel of golf, and this is the So make it about the... the crown jewel of golf. No, but that that's part of it. It's like these guys showing up for this event. It's not a PGA event. They mm -hmm. were banned from those. Yep. They're not allowed to play in PGA events. The Masters decided they're allowed to play in it. This is the, basically all of these guys are going now. We're kind of justified because none of us cared about Valaro. No offense to you guys. Mm. But they show up at the Masters and they're thrilled to be here. This is what matters to them. That's why it's so nice that Ian Poulter's not here because, mm -hmm. yes, nice. You uh, know? Yeah, he's like, oh, another week where I don't get paid in my yeah, private jet. Hey, oh, nobody, nobody got done dirtier on full swing than I him. Know, yeah, just Ian every Poulter. scene of him yeah. complaining oh, just dude. interjected with mansions and PJs. And his was stupid perfect. pants getting on his rich boy plane. Oh, and you're awesome. like, I hate this guy. So, Listen, the thing that, that that Rory press conference, and I watched the whole thing, yeah. that really stuck out to me is that this was never about, you know, the sanctity of the PGA Tour. It was just about the money. 
And now that they've got tons of money after the live guys left, the live guys made them all rich. I don't think that's fully true. I think a lot. I think, I think a lot. I think, listen, I think Rory listen, cares about legacy. And I think he cares about Tiger. Sure, and, but like yeah. ultimately, they care the most about the money, and yeah. they got paid an More. incredible amount of money yeah. because of the live guys leaving, because of the threat, and they got way more money than they ever would have without Liv. So I think they're just like, yeah, yeah, I know. I really hate those guys. Mm-hmm. Those guys, you know, they really they really screwed us, aka made us 10 times richer. So I, I just think that the, the knives have been dulled big time because everybody got their money. Well, I, I think I think the other thing that's important as well is it, it goes back to the idea of I think the threat has been kind of neutralized. Like not to say Liv's just going to go away. No one else is leaving to go join yeah. it. So the fact that it, they don't feel like they have to hammer home the point of we hate Liv, it's like, guess what? Okay. It's going to die on the vine at some point in time. You know, you, I don't need them to say I hate Hate live because I know golfers don't aren't come out do and that. say that like your body. Yes, it's exa- a bad look. Thank you. That's what I'm Especially saying. With Brooks, who is like that, super combative about buddy. it, and like, you, like he spent the whole like what's his name Rory after the Canadian Open bashed live literally yeah. every single chance That's he got for five it. times, it's, it's and then f- as soon as he's triple as rich, yeah. he goes out there and he's like, oh, they're actually my friends. Well, it's Guns. also as soon as the fight's over though. Like no. I, that was in the throws of no. the live the versus the PGA Tour old, fight. That's what I'm saying. This is actually why this is what. I wanted and what I really think would have been a fair request is for Rory as the face of the PGA, the guy who has been the one throwing these barbs, the guy who has been the leader of the PGA Mm -hmm. to just simply say something like, we believe the best golfers on the planet are still on the PGA and we want a PGA golfer to win this event. Done. Mm -hmm. Case closed. That that hard? That adds so much juice well, to this thing. What do you think? Like, I guess the point is, is that this is this is what we want from the top top level guys. I don't care. Think, Be I, well, no, I yeah. don't think Rory McIlroy cares one iota if Will Zaltoris or Cameron Young or some other good PGA Tour player beats a live guy at the Masters. He wants he wants him to win the yeah. Masters, and after that, yeah. Not a live guy no, making a tour guy. But the reason why you say that is because it's more about the live guys not winning. Because the whole pro- like the whole proposal of this mm-hmm. is that yes, live has taken guys who are done and who are washed and who do not care anymore, and they got fat and sassy mm-hmm. and they're over because they're barely playing any golf. This is the thing, right? Mm-hmm. A house came on here and he's like, I haven't seen Phil Mickelson have a golf shot in years. <laughs> like I have no idea what he's going to end up looking like. I've at this seen term. some calves. Yeah. They're, they're popping. They're popping. <laughs> they're nice. Oh, yeah. Still got them going. If you end up having somebody from Live win your Crown Jewel oh, event this boy. weekend, then all of a sudden it feels like they did just, it doesn't matter that those guys aren't playing, that some of them do still have that competitive fire, that they were able to poach some of the best guys. That's why to me, I thought the worst guy that could win, House didn't agree with me, mm-hmm. is Cam Smith. Because I felt like if Cam Smith shows up here and wins the Masters and then heads back to live, you go, oh, right. It's not Rom, McElroy, and uh, Scotty Scheffler. Mm-hmm. It's Cam Smith, and they have one of the main guys you should be watching in golf. Now, there is definitely a Patrick Reed thing because he's such a villainous figure, but I almost think that would be good for golf because it's like, hey, he... If Cam, the- if Cam Smith wins, there will be polite words said about him. If Patrick Reed wins as a live guy, yeah. there will not be people biting their Yeah, tongues. but I, I think that'll, that's no, I like, that'll be good for I golf. Agree. Cam Smith doing it or good for the PGA. I just think it's kind of lame that Rory, like Sam said, 
that he was Mr. We need to keep the sanctity of the game together. We need to make sure all the records and I care about Tiger Woods and I'm at the open taking pictures with Tiger and all the former winners and going, it's all about the PGA and PGA, PGA. And then the second he gets his money, he's like, well, yeah, yeah. I see how you guys look at it. But Hope it's I not, get paired with DJ because I not, just love the banter. But it's <laughs> not just that they got the money. The fight's also over. Like I, it I is. don't agree that it is. Okay. I, I think that as long as Liv is still poaching the top players well, on they the planet. Are. That's, yeah. that's, where I, that's where I would say why it is over. The idea of a Scotty Scheffler or a John Rahm yeah. or a Jordan Spieth or even like a more golf nerd guy like Cameron Young. He is like a really hot prospect. Yeah. Uh, not a hot looking man, but a hot golf prospect. If he mm-hmm. went wouldn't really change anything and i don't think any of those guys are going so yeah. i do that's why i think it's dead and gone it's okay but they already have a bunch of the guys that they wanted is what i'm saying like they got still what the, the 17 ki- live guys that are at yeah, the there's masters 18 18 that, but that's what i'm saying that's eight, a lot that's a lot of guys guns yeah. that's not it's over we have 18 and of there's the guys. and four of them are really good okay. at, the, at augusta that's what i was gonna say four of them are to a be threat. top 10 finishers all under plus 300 like they like, they are a threat. Yes. DJ is a threat. DJ is a threat. Kepka, DJ is also 40-some-odd years old. Kepka? Yes, a threat. Agreed. Patrick Reed. Mm-hmm. And I'm a little Cam less Smith. bullish than him, but Cam Smith for sure as well. Yeah. Cam Any Smith, four though, of those guys could win. What, what's the deal with Cam Smith? I mean, what do you mean? Well, he's just, he's just he, playing He's playing haphazard golf on live, and it's fine, yeah. But it's this is the this is the old Kepka question from every major for the last four years when he was doing it is yeah, he's can he just flip a switch and with ya, with Smith the hope would be that he's able to do that that'd be his hope but I think it's gonna be really tough like going from not playing in tournaments that matter yeah. at all you already have all your money taken care of it's just a completely different feel some guys it won't affect them at all DJ is probably the perfect case study for a guy like that mm-hmm. there's nothing going on in there yeah. so oh is it different I didn't even notice yeah but with a guy like Cam Smith I, I'm not gonna. Say He's going to flame out, but I wouldn't be shocked if he did. See, this is going to be an interesting one for me for Brooks. I, I think he's the most compelling live guy for me because he has the rumblings about being a defector. Mm-hmm. It's like if he can hang at the Masters, mm-hmm. and he's he just there. won on live too. That's what I'm saying. If he can hang at the Masters, I feel like he's going to feel as though he should be back here competing and being relevant and back in the media and that. Yep. He would get the pop of being the person that comes back. Back in the spotlight. But I also wonder about the amount of pressure that's on him. And again, not to try to take too much from mm-hmm. full swing, but one of the things that he referenced, the most notable quote from him was, do you know what Scotty Scheffler's thinking about right now? Nothing. Mm-hmm. And it was clear that he was thinking about stuff. Of course. And so I can't help but myself believe he's heading into this Masters with a ton of pressure on his shoulders. I don't, you don't think, think so. so. No, I, I don't think any of the live guys really have any pressure because everybody's no, like I think gunning he's who the thinks one. they... No, I, I, no. th- I think you nailed it there with yeah. every uh, Cam Smith. No, those guys don't care. No, Mito Pereira, Joaquin Neiman, Mito none, Pereira. Of, none yeah. of those guys care. This is the second Mito Pereira reference we've gotten here. I don't know, man. I just don't, <laughs> like, I really think that, sure, of course he wants to win, but I, I don't think these guys are going to, like, you see what the penalties are to get out of live? Like, they're oh, no, there he's forever. not leaving. Yeah. yeah. Like, they're stuck. No, but, yeah, again, speaking of house, he thinks that there could be some back-channeling of some of that money. You could end up getting an angel investor to help you get out sure. of some of Listen, this live stuff. We're getting down. Yeah. Like, but I, I don't think yeah. the pressure is on any of the live guys. Like, everyone thinks that they don't play golf and that they all suck now. So yeah. I, I think they're going into this with house money, really. Like, they're yeah. going in thinking that everyone thinks they're like, hey, we suck now. I, we're, I think- we're not relevant golfers. So we're going to go here and we're going to play at this tournament that's the most relevant. Yeah. And we're going to have the spotlight on us. But 
ultimately no one's expecting us to do anything. Well, so I think for most of those guys, that is how they think about it. But Kepka's always been the one who I'm not a golfer. Yeah. I'm an athlete. Yeah. I want to go out here and win and prove myself that's and why all I that think stuff. That and he's that's going to be part of it. I'm with you. I think I, I the fact that if he wouldn't have had the win, which is weird to say because I discredit everything else that happens on Live. But mm-hmm. now that he won there, I'm like, well, I mean, mm-hmm. he did just win. He did win. Uh, yeah. So yeah. beat 48 golfers. Yeah. Guess what? In a somewhat competitive field. But this is what I'm saying. He's the only guy that cares. That they've mm-hmm. removed all the money. They've taken every. They've given him every dollar, every penny, every mm-hmm. cent, and he's still out there going, I want to win. And he likes the spotlight, man. There's a reason why he's yelling he at Anna well Yeah, that's it. He plays well at Augusta. He feel, he's saying he's healthy. I, I think you're discounting that he feels some personal pressure here to try to do sure, something. all these guys keep, do, though. Yeah, but I think for he wants to keep his name more relevant than all of the other guys that are from Liv that are showing up here. Maybe. I don't think DJ gives a crap. I don't think that DJ is coming no. up here going, man, I could really use an injection no. <laughs> into the media or Cam Smith. Mm. None of them. I think he, Brooks Kepka, cares the most about showing up here and absolutely winning it. Anyways. Reed is probably the only other guy who I'd think oh, about Reed that way, but, I, but it just doesn't it come the people. same way. Oh, yeah. no, Reed is. But yeah. The thing is, I don't view Reed as in this conversation. No, I'm with right? you. I'm like, with you there. Reed won. Mm-hmm. He won the Masters, but uh, looking at his other finishes is like his best other ones. Well, I think he had one other top 10, but then it's like 35, 36. He just honestly doesn't have the pop to win yeah. the Masters anymore, I don't think, driver yeah. lengthwise. He just okay. doesn't have enough. Not well, the short game, though. Well, yeah. that's... This is what I'm going to kind of get into with my bet in a little bit here because okay. the the course is much longer. Mm-hmm. Like it is, it was shocking amount of distance. I don't, for, I should have kept it in front of me, but I was pretty surprised by the addition to the yardage. You guys know it offhand? I just know they lengthened the one par five by 35 yards, which yeah. is obscene. no, but the entire course itself yeah, no, they've they, added quite a bit. Like the entire 18, you look at it and you go, "Holy crap, that's quite a bit." Um, yeah, they don't want to see birdies anymore. <laughs> They, well, want to, they want to see these guys. Careful, fight. you're about to go well, it is. down into golf minutia it hell is, with Sam Hill. With Saturday, the weather and the new course, I, I do think that it's going to be a real hellish Masters. I think that this is going to be a really Just really what good. everyone wants to see. Everyone chop it around yeah, Augusta. No, I know. <laughs> on an, God on forbid we get eagles Saturday. and birdies. Yeah. Oh, my God, that would suck. Okay. So the Rory narrative to me now has shifted because when it was a little bit more adversarial with Liv, mm-hmm. for him to win in this situation... I thought would have propelled him into a different stratosphere in terms of legacy and mm-hmm. they, golf would have sold him as the guy that sold golf. I, I think the one way that I would have defended him if I was you okay. was that he was trying to take pressure off himself because mm. there was so much on him that this was a way of de-escalating. I can already the hear the narrative. counter arguments to that. So that's why I didn't take that. Of, yeah, okay. of course, because he can't handle the pressure. He but, can't. Yeah. yeah, he can't. Yeah, he can't. But he's played a bunch. I think he's played... 81 yeah. holes at Augusta this week, I saw. Yeah. yeah. And he's going to have a triple on a, number one. In a practice round two weeks ago, apparently. Okay. Triple on number one incoming. So we didn't talk about Tiger. No. Uh, we might have to extend it into the podcast only portion because I do have to get to my best bet, which I think, Sammy, you're really going to like because it's mm. a guy that we've been tracking all year long and that, yeah, that uh, I just, I believe in deeply. But with Tiger, um, my biggest take with him is that we always wondered, could golf move on without Tiger Woods? And the one good thing about Liv is that it really did spark conversations about all the other golfers. And I cannot believe that we're going to a Masters where, of course, if Tiger's there on Sunday, it's the biggest possible story that mm-hmm. could happen. Duh. Not even close. I'm not going to zag on that. I'm not going to be like, <laughs> Rory's bigger than Tiger winning the match. Like, no, nothing is bigger than Tiger being there on Sunday. However... It doesn't feel like golf needs Tiger the way that it used to, and I feel like that's actually a really positive sign for the sport. 
Yeah, no I think that's I think that's really well said that it, it is complete gravy. If he yeah. injects himself into the conversation or he has a moment where he has a couple early birdies on a Saturday or something like that, it's great. And it will add a 1%, 2% to the fire. But, yeah, they don't need him anymore. There's just so many other capable guys. Here's my dream scenario for Tiger is that he forms now into the uh, Freddie Couples Memorial uh, <laughs> tourney where every year – He's floating around the top of the leaderboard yeah. going into Saturday, and then he kind of just fades away, and the big boys take over. Just wish like, Freddie remember, would have won one remember, remember that? Like, it was like yeah. five straight years, yeah, six straight years there where he was just like always yeah. right near the top of the leaderboard on Saturday, yeah. and then he just kind of fades away. That's what I want for Tiger. I want him to go there, be relevant, have some moments. Maybe well, he won't make an eagle because they made all the holes 800 yards long, so there'll be none of that. <laughs> yeah. But he, he'll, you know, be nice for him to go out there and have some moments, make a big putt, get the patrons all fired up and then kind of just fade away and let the big boys take over on Saturday and Sunday. That's the yeah. dream scenario now for Tiger. So, as oh, an F- or, I mean, the dream scenario is him winning, but it's just not going to happen. He's 99 to 1. Here's the thing, though. I'm an F1 guy now, so mm-hmm. I don't just care about first place. <laughs> I care <laughs> about top 10 finishes. Fastest car still winning? Yeah, and uh, I would care a lot about Tiger Woods having a top 10 finish. I think that would be kind of nice. Like, that's that's kind of the aspirational it's goal for big him. Ask. Like, no, of course. I'm saying, but I'm saying to me, that's like, wow, you you mm-hmm. did it. You finished top ten somehow. I don't expect it whatsoever. No. Look at this field, man. And again, now stacked. It it is stacked. I did think though, with it being longer and the fact that he can still absolutely stripe it, like mm-hmm. maybe there is something for him here. Um, all right, I'm gonna do my best bet, and then I'm gonna take one more topic into okay. uh, into the podcast only portion. Mm-hmm. But right now, it's time for best bets. Brought to you, brought to you by. Our friends at Botano. Guns wearing his hardcore Botano orange sweatshirt today. <laughs> He's on theme today. Very nice. Very nice. Way to show up for the sponsor. Uh, do you guys know that Botano is the 2022 Global Sports Betting Operator of the Year? I do. Listen to the pod all the time, so yeah, I did know that. Global Sports Betting Operator of the Year. Uh, same with me. The entire world. I listen to your show every day, so I know that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, okay, so here's my bet for the Masters. It's a bet that I have made multiple times and I make it essentially every year and I can't believe the value is still this Justin Thomas plus 200 to finish top 10. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you guys didn't, you didn't seem that enthusiastic because again, now the Doesn't course is longer, right? Costa. Well, he finishes top 10 has at, a bad hip as well. Ooh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That, that's, that's like scuttlebutt. That's not officially reported. Uh, that just seems to be the scuttlebutt on say, the ground. Doesn't, doesn't play well at Augusta. Though. I, say, wait, maybe, I guess I should say this. I say with him winning, but it just feels like he's near the top of the leaderboard at like on Friday and Saturday, and then he fades away. Like, was he top 10 every time? Yeah, he's mm. basically been a guy that finishes top 10. Like recently, he's done it twice. Okay. He's top five once in the event, top 25, six different times. Like he's just a guy that I feel like hangs well, is competitive. Okay. And then, yeah, the approach game, which is ev- what everyone's saying is going to mm-hmm. be the harder part of this tournament is that, hey, the length, whatever, the actual driving looks like it's going to be easier, but that the approach game is going to what separate people apart. That's where I feel like JT takes advantage. The hip thing I was not aware and, and of. he just yeah. hasn't been playing well. That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. I'm still sticking with it. Okay. It's my best bet. Top love 10 it. finish plus 200. JT. Justin Thomas. feel like he's going to make this happen. All right? Even yeah. though the golf guys aren't in on it. <laughs> Anyways, we'll get some of their bets in the podcast-only portion of this. That was Best Bets brought to you by Botano Sportsbook. The game starts now. Quick break. Head on over to the podcast. Subscribe, review. Everything Raptors before and after the games. The Raptor Show with Will Liu. Subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcast-only version of the show. Golf guy's still here. 
Sam McKee. No haters. No haters. Well, I mean, these two haters. <laughs> There's a group of kind of haters. Yeah, <laughs> I, buddy, true. Like well, we a, don't need to get into it. I hate a lot. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I like a lot in here. I know Gunn's such a hater that I literally brought him something today where I said, I got excited knowing I was seeing you today because I hated something so much that here, let me tell you about this thing I hate. That it means was, we care, though. That's good. It means we care. That was 100% a thing. Um, okay, so anything, did we leave anything off the bone when it comes to Master's Talk? Is there anything else you guys need to do? Um, I think I'm just... I know this is something that's been my hobby horse, but I'm really interested and worried about how much harder it's going to play. We yeah. touched on it, but like that's going to be a big thing throughout this week. I feel like you're always, this is where you and I diverge as fans of, and again, I'm a casual, just yeah. watches the yeah. majors, right? Like Sammy and Guns, we watch all these events. So maybe it's a little bit different in terms of what you want to see versus what I want to see. But like, I love the U.S. Open when it plays really hard. Yeah, I like the U.S. Open yeah. because it's supposed to be like that. And, and <laughs> I get what you're saying about the Masters, but mm. part of it feels like why it's going to be so hard is that they, they got unlucky with the weather and the change in the, in the course. Yeah, I just, I, I'm very, that's something that I'm keeping a very close eye on yeah. is how it plays. So I meant to look at the under on Eagles. By the way, you know what else was a decent, I wonder what you guys thought about this one is like recently there's been a lot of, hole in ones at the masters. Mm -hmm. I think it's something like three or four of the last six years. There's a hole in one during the practice round uh, at 12. You can get no on Botano. You can get no hole in one for plus 220. So the only problem with that is that you're going to get the feeder pin on Sunday on 16. It is a built in the bottom of a bowl. Plus 220. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Plus 220. I was shocked by it. That's a so such the, a boring bet. The other, know, but the other the, thing the about the worst it. part is, is that someone gets it and you're just on your couch. And, and here's the thing: <laughs> it's it's going to be a cutaway, so you're going to be watching Masters yeah. golf, and it's and and you know it's happening on it Saturday. Like, or we Sunday. go to 16. Yeah, Vern Longfist is like, oh like, no, no. <laughs> just flip out. Yeah, no. And so I, that's why I think it's just such a lame bet yeah. that I didn't want to do. It's like Cousin Sal's no buzzer beater bet. Yeah, yeah. That's oh yeah. god. But that's, My, mine yeah. says one plus one eighty for no. It's oh, then it switched. Then yeah. it lowered the hammer. Value. People are yeah. hammering no. Yeah. Yes, yes is minus two fifty. Yeah. So then I guess a lot of money did come yeah. in on mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. I wonder with it being softer too, you won't necessarily get as many balls kind of trundling towards, but it'll be easier to throw darts mm. too. So I don't know. Could be talked into either side of that. Uh, you know what else I really like? Rory McIlroy versus Scotty Scheffler. Matchup, Scotty Scheffler minus they're even odds minus one fifteen minus one fifteen. Yeah, like for the, the for the whole tourney. Yeah, hmm. yeah, even odds. You're just betting against Rory. You're fading Rory, and you're going with Scotty Scheffler. I like that one. Minus one fifteen. I could yeah. never pull the trigger, but that's that's very very nice odds for Scotty Scheffler. Yeah. All right. Uh, last thing I'm going to do on my personal bets for the Masters. Mm-hmm. Um, Max Homa plus thirty four hundred to win. Mm. The people's golfer. I sprinkled yeah. on, on him on a top 10, so I'm, I'm on yeah. board with this. I, I, I just, like, I get it. I, apparently, the buzz with him, too, is that he just he kind of chokes away at majors, but he's been playing really good golf lately. Yeah, so he, I'm well, just, it's, it's a classic can you get over the hump as a guy who's learned to win, and he's yeah. won tournaments, but winning a tournament winning a major is completely different. And then, yeah, Brooks Kepa is plus 3,900. That's uh, interesting. Yeah, I know. I, I still think the muscle memory is going to unravel for those live guys late of stuff yeah. actually mattering personally. But uh, that's why I like for, if you're big on a live guy, I like yeah. him way more for a top five that, or a top 10 than I do an outright. All win. I'm saying is like DJ is plus 2,900 and Kepka is plus 3,900. It just yeah. feels like a 
way better odds for for Brooks. That's that's what I'm saying. It's and like DJ, that. yeah, I guess that's just because DJ's won there. Mm-hmm. You've seen it. That's yep. why they're giving you the extra, the longer odds on Brooks. Sure. So but. they have a, they do have a head up Brooks DJ matchup, and you can get Kepka plus one fifteen there. Yeah, that's like not that. bad either. I like that. So one of the ones that I love. Yeah. is I always love doing a first round leader bet. Yes, such a great. And I love that too. Because it's just cuz if you win one, you yeah. get a you get a little bankroll for Dude, the weekend. It's, it's like betting first 5 innings in baseball. So I totally get it. I always like looking at the final mm-hmm. groups, right? Like I don't want I'm not going to bet a guy who tees off at 10 a.m. to be the first round leader. <laughs> yeah. It just feels like it's <laughs> know, it's going it. to come from a group and we talk about Corey Connors a lot. I feel like everyone who leads first day, you don't get to watch them play golf at all. You just get highlights like a couple of <laughs> Yeah, it's like, the, like we're starting the broadcast yeah, at 6 yeah, p.m. Yeah, exactly. like always. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> they go, boy, you should have seen this first round. This was the best part of the day. You go like, thanks. No, it's Corey Connors to lead the first round. I'm just looking that up right now. He is on Batondo. He is plus 4,900, which is a nice number. I like that. And he's coming off the Valero Texas Open where he's red hot. He uh-huh. won it. He's got the momentum coming into Thursday. Yeah. I the, listen, love you, Corey. The putter's just you not going to hold up <laughs> no, through the win. weekend at, at Augusta. But where you know he's played well at mm-hmm. Augusta, like he's been in the top ten multiple times here. He's a really good player there. Mm-hmm. It's just the putter lets him down at the end. I think the first round there is obviously the least amount of pressure. I'm thinking him going in there off Valero, a little momentum, later tee time. Plus 4,900 as a first round leader like that. to me is something like I could absolutely see him going out and shooting a 66 and mm-hmm. going in the clubhouse leading. So you look at the, I always, I know it's stupid and probably not true. I don't have any background on this, but no, all you look at the, the guys who are teeing off later, that's where I'd be looking at for a first round leader. Like the final group has, has Jordan Spieth in it has uh, Tony Finau in it. Those are guys that I'd be looking at if you're interested in a, a Tommy Fleetwood. So the, a lot of speed buzz. Yeah, I'm not in on it. So the, only problem, too much the only problem with the late first round leader is it'll depend on you could get jammed up a little weather wise. And then these guys are having to come back and finish their round. Now they'd be yeah. doing it the next day in softer conditions that could potentially help you out more. But you're getting a guy who's having a hot round broken up if that's potentially the case. So that's uh, the only thing to kind of worry about. There. Any other bet that you need to share or can we move on? We can move on. We can move on. Right. Yeah. So, all right, those of you that love the podcast and hate golf, can't believe you're here. Can't believe you're here. Yeah, if you're still here, it's remarkable. Like, Our supporters turn to Thank haters you now. So much. You know what, though? I've had this happen before where I've listened to podcasts. Like, when I was really in my heyday of loving Bill Simmons, I would listen to some where he would talk about wrestling and I would be in the middle of it going, I don't even know what you're talking about, but I'm kind of enjoying it's, this. Yeah, it's playing the hits. So maybe. I got Maybe. I got a question for you. It's something we did on the golf show, yeah, okay. and we did the our draft for the final pair, the best pairing, final pairing. Yeah. For what the best possible Roy one Reed. is. Yes, I got that as the first overall pick. Yeah. That's the dream number one. Yeah, number one, no question. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The only thing. No, because here's the thing. I was just gonna say that if I'm try, I was trying to think about who I would most want there with Tiger. Yeah, we did not. We did. A, we did. We also did a no, tiger no, but, pick, but no. Yeah. But I still think that actually, like from a, a viewer, I would feel like there was tiger would wear down at the very end, mm-hmm. and like, do Might I really sad. want? Yeah, do I really want to see Scotty Scheffler and Tiger and go the beat the brakes off Scotty? Yeah, no, I don't want that. And it just finishes, and they're yeah. like, Tiger Woods started the day, and you're like, oh boy, <laughs> yeah, <like>, somehow <laughs> dropped yeah, them from the coverage. Yeah, it's yeah, too yeah, dark. Yeah, like, I, can't I, I think the final eighteen holes, having Rory and all of the weight of mm-hmm. history on his shoulders against Patrick Reed, who's oh. already won it and who hates his guts, and would be doing, he would 
be kicking balls into the bunkers. I I I don't think there's anything better. Okay, so yeah, non-golf portion of the show. Um, all right, before we do what we missed with uh, Joe Bo, because he's got some topics for us today. He's got a few. I do. He's got some a few good topics for us today. All right, Joe Bo. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm scrolling on Instagram yesterday, and you know how you see on Instagram things people like, but that are not in your feed. Right, yeah. people you interact with a decent amount, and I interact with you a decent amount. That on happens Instagram. on Instagram. Yeah. yeah, I just had an all time like, wait, the activity tab is back. People yeah. see what I like. No, if yeah. you scroll down far enough, it'll show like <laughs> posts you may like or whatever oh it's yeah, called. Yeah. I know. So oh that's what I'm saying. Hot so seat. I I clean up I'm the algorithm, hurt. fellas. So I look and I'm like, why is Sydney Sweeney in my <laughs> algorithm? It, oh, that's me for sure. No. Oh. oh. I'm uh, saying uh, my, my hand. My hand is also I'm not, up. I'm not saying not following Sydney Sweeney, but I'm like, why is she here? It's like someone you know really liked it. And comment it's, really liked it. Comments, yeah. He's, no, no, no. I did not comment no, but on it. He, he, Sus. But still, I liked it. But like physically, why? Why? It's Sydney Sweeney. I like every single one of hers too. I think. You oh, do? I don't uh, do so, this. Hey, so we were buddy, right. I'm a, you were right. I was right. You I were said, right. I said McKee would defend this position. What yeah, it's, it's Instagram. It's Sydney Sweeney. It's, it's for Instagram. liking. I, that's the whole point. No, I, I don't only, think it is. No, I don't. I agree. I think the only things you like on Instagram that you actually take the time to do the double tap on your friends' stuff. Anything you see from your friends is just an instant Pretty support yeah, thing. Yeah, like yeah. support. If support. I see anything, like yeah. I don't care what it is, that's you guys. I don't guys. even see my friends on Instagram. Yeah, I know it sucks. It's well, just it like, it used to, yeah, like, like I'll go on someone's page and be like, "Wow, that's yeah, a nice well, post." Yeah, no, like, no, I should no. probably show like that one. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> what two weeks you got now, married? It's funny because like you'll put your posts into your stories yeah. now, yeah. and then that's it's the like no one goes, please. Like because they're like, "Oh, it's a bad signal." That's why. That's why a lot of a lot of ladies do the like they cover up their oh yeah new posts. I'll never. Swipe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like avoid. Yeah, no shot. Like oh, unless I can uh, see a beach in the background, no shot. So <laughs> let's be honest, you can yeah, always like, see a beach in no, the background. Like, like no shot, no so shot. So I, I no get shot. I get made fun of for this. I like almost every single post on my feed just out of habit because I've grown up with social media. So it's such oh, a bad thing that I do. I think you're just a creep like in that you're just creeping. No, I liked it too. I like every single one. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Sydney, I liked your post. Like, yeah, dude, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. it to her? I like no, this. I think you're that. You're like fire emoji hits the comments. I don't, okay, I don't comment <laughs> on Instagram models. Do you guys posts. ever like react to a celebrity's story? Zero. No, zero times. Never done it? No, The amount of cringe I have had, like, I, I like you know, a, a Canadian golfer will win and I'll like put it on my Instagram story and then it'll like, it'll like tag them or whatever. And I, I'll be like, oh God, like yeah. the, the <laughs> embarrassment I get secondhand of like, why am I DMing Adam Spencer? or whatever so yeah i would never do that see i think that's actually nice no i'll do like i'll do like a fire emoji to like you know something like a golfer give us a name give us a name no i've never done that but like if she wins the masters then i would yeah i i also comment i would never do you comment on things like i am i'm a big tiktok guy i comment on tiktoks like i've had some tiktok comments (laughs) pop off like i comment on things TikTok Terry <laughs> over here. TikTok commenter. I love over here. the comment. I only comment on my friends. That's um, yeah. No, I, uh, I, I go will, anyway. The odd time, if I see something and I feel as though I have something cleverish, I'll comment. Mm. And it's usually sports related because I feel like at least if someone sees my yeah, post yeah. on this, yeah. they'll go, "Hey, yeah. you know." Yeah. This guy does it. What I do think is super cringe, though, is actual serial commenters where you see them like the people who always comment oh, okay, on Chicklet's yeah, page because that, they're the trying. Yeah. yeah, it's like they always comment on the same couple of things, and it's like their whole brand yeah, like is one, to just once be... a, like once a month, once a month. 
couple times a month, I'll send a yeah, comment I was on say, well, what's a, what's a month? A couple times a month. Somebody, I, now, <laughs> a hundred times. Now I, I wish there was a way I could just Google search, like, Sam's comments on TikTok. <laughs> Sammy <laughs> McKee comment you, you, know, you know there's some cringy ones. Disc, bro. There's some misfires in there. <laughs> <Couple> <laughs> misfires. There's some misfire comments. Shoot or shoot, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you better believe You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. I, but, I, like I said, I like my friend's stuff, and then I like stuff that is just viral, funny content. Like, if something makes me laugh, I'll usually like it. Basically, right now... Like videos I, of people getting hurt? I love... Yeah, videos of people getting hurt, drunk people doing stuff. Number one account. account. And that one monkey that you posted And that monkey story. that... I, I'm super into this monkey. <laughs> no, there's this monkey. Dude, this mo- it's so Ikea? cool. It's, no, it's... Uh, I, dude, I did post the Ikea saw, monkey the other day. I like, saw, I, saw that, I, obviously. Man, I think any, I like that story. That was cool. I, I think every... There, if, if you were, like, trying to cheer me up, like, if I was having a really bad day... Ikea monkey and in the coat. you show me Ikea monkey <laughs> in the coat. <laughs> it's I, pretty I good. Pretty electric good moment in, in Toronto I, history. I remember where I was Same. when I saw Ikea monkey first time, and I was laughing so hard. <laughs> I was actually embarrassed because I was in public, and I was just, like, gut bust laughing. <laughs> Tears rolling down my face. I couldn't stop. I've only had that happen to me a couple of times. The first, uh, the first time that I can remember that happening, that was not like with your friends. Because sometimes you do it with your oh, friends, yeah. especially when you're like in high, younger, mm. like you get the giggle fits, whatever. But the first one for me with, that I can remember like that was seeing Will Ferrell shoot the dart into his neck at a movie oh. theater. <laughs> and old yes. school, when he did that and he said, you're crazy, man. Oh, I, you're I couldn't crazy. breathe. I couldn't breathe. I was actually fearful <laughs> that I was going to die in the movie theater just because. It's like I, one of those laughs where your lungs actually hurt. Oh, it hurt me, and you're like, It hurt me so up. much. And then it just like, you think the laugh is over and then he comes out of the pool and on the beach, kicks him in the ribs. No, the whole beach scene so good. The kick in the ribs so good. But yeah, Ikea monkey, I put in that class yeah. of just like <laughs> even <laughs> even now just thinking about it just i'm the trying picture. so hard not like, to laugh because <laughs> it looks like he's waiting for it he's like what's happening this is not cool for this trip but now it sucks i'm ready to go home elite now. tailoring too the oh, jacket yeah, no, could not have so fit better great. so unbelievably great anyways the point of this is is like yes i that's what i'll do on instagram i think liking celebrity stuff i always wonder who does this and hey. then when i see it's a guy who does it to like a hot lady mm. I, I think it's super cringe and so joe i'm just, I'm just looking at my likes i don't i should probably get rid of my likes i should just not like anything yeah. at all ever yeah, that's honestly that is <laughs> generally the, speaking hey, safe way to live. That that is the way. In today's like, day and age, you just don't if, like anything. If you want to never, I don't even know how to work Instagram. I'm like, how do I look at what I liked? Like, no, you I don't, can't. I don't just, know anymore. It's gone. It's now. Just, no, it's, it's, it's it used to be in yeah. an activity page. Yeah, that's which how, was that's dangerous. How Pablo Sandoval got booked. Uh, yeah, that's exactly. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that used to be the most dangerous place Phase. on earth. Yeah. Is like, <laughs> you, you, don't like, it's like maximum security no. prison directly above that. I'm terrifying. I honestly feel like Instagram one day that when they had that activities page, they they went. Some guy showed up and was like, do you know how many people get divorced? Oh, I thought of... you were going to go the other way. I thought when they need like a boon of cash, they're like, no. everybody, activity page is coming no, back there, unless yeah. you get there Venmo me $10. Yeah. There, there's a thing hidden deep in Instagram called posts you've liked where you can look at the posts that you've liked. I'm fine. I just found it's it. It's hidden deep in there. Joe, 
They don't make it obvious. I just found it. You just you, you want to talk about yeah. an all time? Because I remember so oh. what what give us the last three. Well, well, one time I tried to find a meme and I had to go back and. They're just at so it. bad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, actually, I liked uh, a wedding pick. Yeah. Okay. I okay, liked nice. uh, a Riccio meme. Oh, yeah, nice. Him talking about being Reaches a golf the town. Reaches the man. And I liked a buddy of mine from Own Sound. But who, this is who went, an acceptable who, list. who went to uh, Great Wolf Lodge with his family. Yeah. So that's what I liked. That's a pretty. That's a pretty decent list. Yeah, it's not bad, but then it gets a little... <laughs> Jobo, Jobo's like... A lot of Bernadeschi in there. Let's just say that. Yeah, I like it a lot hey, of Bernadeschi. Hey, Alpha one. That's our boy. Jobo, Jobo 100% looking at it right now. He's like, Sydney Sweeney. Uh, Sweeney Jenna, Jenna, Jenna Ortega. Zendaya. <laughs> Jenna Ortega. Yeah. 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 Where, Where, I can't even find a Sam. Where is it? Ah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, see, okay. Uh, us okay. young guys can figure it out. Yeah. Oh, it's too late. All right, Jobo. Let's hit some of uh, what we missed. Let's All right, go. so yesterday, Alex Verdugo and Alec Manoa are kind of oh, yeah. going at each other a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Verdugo was on the Baseball Isn't Boring podcast with Rob Bradford, and he had some choice words about Alec Manoa when he was asked about the place of emotion in baseball. Like, I'll say it right now. I think Alec Manoa goes about it the wrong way. Uh, you know what I mean? I, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I think he does. You can find videos, footage of him in the AAA, of AAA going like this to uh, hitters. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, last year, telling uh, Frenchie and Bobby, like, like uh, go sit and like that. And it's just like, and looking right at him. Yeah. So it's like, you know, like that, like that just pisses me off. And like I said, it's not, it's not, it's not the way it should be played. It should be played like... You're celebrating it with your team. You're not, you're not disrespecting another player who's, you know, at the end of the day, just we're just trying to compete, man. That's right. it. Okay. So Manoa wow. responded to that. Uh, they asked him. The Toronto Sun asked him about it when he was on his way to the bullpen yesterday in Kansas City, and he said, "Coming from him, I don't give a crap. My job is to pitch <laughs> and get guys route. out." Dude. Okay. There's so many things to this. Number one is that. The line of coming from him is an immediate, ultimate. immediate fire starter. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. This guy's a huge loser. Yeah. Is like, what he said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Coming from coming, him. Yeah. That guy yeah. said stuff Who? about me. Verdugo gives you a great at bat every time. He's, he's like the sneaky, scariest guy in the Red well, Sox. Here's, here's the thing. He's a great guy to do this because Verdugo's already a Blue Jay killer. Yeah. And he's, would you say that? No, because it's still. Devers is the face of the Red Sox for sure. Like guns. This is yeah. more a question for you as the Red Sox guy, yeah. but Verdugo is to me, Sammy. Yeah, you're right. The guy who, when the Jays play the Red Sox and they move forward in the future, I go, I hate this guy. He just sees like eight pitches every at bat. He's yeah. fouling off good pitches. He's yeah. taking good pitches. Well, like, it's like the he's thing, a ball player. The thing of he's no Bookie bats. But well, that's what I was going to say. Also just played <laughs> he's for done Mexico the un- against Canada. So there's oh, a little bit of extra guts. juice. Yeah. Hate yeah. against him. He's <laughs> done the, un- the unthinkable and survived being the guy who was traded for yeah. Mookie bets to yeah. not be this bum. And he's yeah. a part of their turn. Like yeah. it is Devers. It's his team. He signed the deal. They actually paid somebody, but yeah, Verdugo's right there behind him. So, Couple other thoughts on this. I love that the announcer at the very beginning. We should cl- we should actually clip that, Josh. He's like, "Oh, do you? Oh, do you?" <laughs> it actually sounds like he's Manoa's buddy. Where he's like, "Oh, oh, do you? Oh, oh, oh do really? you? Really? Is it?" That's the tone he has with it. It's kind of weird that he does that. But I heard Ryan Dempster on Jeff Blair's show, mm-hmm. and he talked about this yesterday. Yeah. And his answer was perfect. I was actually expecting. Him to come on and go like, haha, that's just kind of baseball players, right? And just sort of roll through it and mm-hmm. not really get involved. Mm-hmm. But he was like, I knew this is coming. Hitters want to be able to pimp stuff and they want to be able to celebrate and they want to be able to be cocky. But he's like, when a pitcher does it, it takes on a different aura. Mm. Interesting. And, it's true. And, actually. and it is true. And yeah. it's like, let the pitcher, he's like, you guys want to play the whole game of like Goose Gossage is too old school and all this stuff when you guys bat flip and celebrate. 
And now you're going to call it the pitcher who's doing things differently, man. I, you know what I think pisses guys off about Manoa is that not only does he dominate, you couldn't do anything about no, it. Just beat the no, like wheels he off would <laughs> beat the brakes yeah. off you. <laughs> Imagine someone running at Manoa. Oh, the first hand into your gut that comes out your like back. You wouldn't be able to move him. So like, much weight. Oh no! So dude, he the thing you. that pissed me off about that clip is like he said, "Oh, he's looking right at them." Yeah, no doubt. It's like, well. Yeah. I mean, would you rather him do it while he's, his back is no, facing you? It's dude, like, that's the, that's like the best part of it. He does it he's, he's looking him in the eye and doing it. I love it. Yeah, I, me too. I, I, Absolutely. Listen, I, I think Manoa's approach is the best. And this is the thing, like we were talking about earlier with golf is I love sports hate and I love when there feels like there's stakes between guys. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Now, if you see this, if you see Manoa and Verdugo, Verdugo at bats, you're going, this is awesome because both these guys are going to lock in for this yeah. moment in a different way. And I know that blah, 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 they're pros and they try to lock in the same way. Mm. They always say no, it's not the same. Yeah, no. They, I know that if the next time those two guys play each other, Manoa gets his second strikeout in a row against Verdugo. Oh, sit it's down. Yeah. You know, beautiful it's moment. Sit down. And if Verdugo hits a bomb off of him, He's going to be staring them down, running the base paths, and they're going to be jawing at each other. That's sick. Yes. Yeah. That's so good for baseball. Agreed. So, yeah, hell yeah to the May all 1st, of this. May 1st, and Boston, And by May the 1st. way, I don't, like, I think Verdugo is definitely a baby because just, dude, what are you talking about? Anyway, you, you only want to celebrate <laughs> with your teammates if, as soon as you say anything mean to anybody yeah. here. Sports. It's, it's a big bit. Like, shut up. Yeah. But also, <laughs> cool that you actually at least spoke up and said, yeah, I hate that guy. I don't know why more athletes just don't do that from time to time where they go, yeah, I don't like that dude. It's so good. Yeah. It generates well, so I mean, much commentary. You see what happens when someone says something bad about uh, somebody on Manoa's team. Like, who was the guy who was like, uh, Alejandro yeah. Kirk, and we don't need to get into all oh, that. Yeah. He like, oh. went after him. So it's oh, like, yeah. Manoa wants the smoke <laughs> for guy. other people, let alone for himself. No, dude, so that's why. He, it's so that funny. Guy. It's so funny. Oopsie. Stroman must be so jealous of Manoa because oh, Manoa does wanted. so much of the same stuff as him on Twitter where he'll, like, quote, tweet anybody that says anything about him. They're all like, good job, Alex. Yeah. You show him. And, and people are like, this guy can't let anything go. <laughs> <laughs> like, Sell another hat. Yeah, I know. So anyway. Uh, Maybe that's it. Which is no branding. Maybe that's No, why. it's just big guys. It's, it's totally. As a small guy, I can say yeah. that this is the way it is. It's like big guys do stuff. You guys do stuff. We get no world. respect. Yeah. And that's well, small Who's, who's going to tell Manoa to stop? Yeah, yeah. There's a reason why <laughs> Napoleon was, they were like, you're Russia? And he was Little like, guy? yeah. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go there. It's literally a complex yeah, named yeah, after him. Exactly. So uh, what else? So I got? did want to get this in the uh, the sports fanatics quiz. Yeah, this is your um, big thing. This better hit. Joe my, texted me thing. about this last night. I have I know, no idea. I know. He's like, I'm very excited. So, I was so like, before right, the MLB season, uh, Visit Anaheim, which is an agency in L.A., or just outside of L.A., they commissioned a poll mm-hmm. about sports fanatics and the lengths that people would go to to support their team. I took one of them out because it's it's just like, do you have a favorite team? Obviously, yes. So I'm going to go through the first three, and you guys are going to tell me yes or no. Do you land on either side? And the last two are over or under. Okay. So 45% of American sports fans have traveled outside of the country to see a game. Yes, have you done that? No, yes. if you haven't. Yes, I mean, yes, yes, yes. Of course, because yes. all the games yeah. are in the States. Yeah. That's, yeah. like the that's kind of hard for a Toronto one. Yeah, yeah that's such a cheat code one for yeah. Toronto yeah. versus the rest of the world. So, like, everyone in America, they're like, yeah, no, we didn't go to the Raptors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so 35% said that they have specifically planned a vacation based on where and when yes. their team is playing. Yes. Yes. Yeah, of course. Yes and yeah. yes and yes. Yeah. yeah. All three hits. Yeah. Um, I just in my it took me a second because I'm like vacation where I thought about I think about going to a beach somewhere mm. and then I'm like and then like we could also n- not just no, a no, game no, that like, you no. go on vacation it's like no it's like they're playing in this game on this day yeah. we're going for this reason yep yeah and you build everything around yes it. yes yes okay of course 
52%. Again, cheating for Canadians because it's, like we yeah. like NFL up here. <laughs> so anybody that has a passing interest in the national football, it's like you have to leave. So anyway, yeah. Yeah, 52% said they've watched every single one of their team's games. Don't miss one under any circumstance. No yeah, way. I mean, to a degree, that's me. To a degree. But part of it is work too. Like mm-hmm. I definitely want to miss some games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, like I said, Raptors, Hornets. I'm like, I'm good. I don't need to see this. I can't. I can't. Had the Leafs played the Blue Jackets last night. I would have still. Here's the thing. What is the definition of watched? Because had yeah. an eye or watched? Yeah, what watched intensely versus had it on yeah. and was checking the score mm-hmm. and like having it play in the background. Mm-hmm. Those are different things. But no, dude, you can't be a reasonable functioning human in society. Like I get it when you're in your 20s because I was definitely like that. Yeah. Where like I'd be at university, I didn't miss a single Leafs game, <laughs> yeah. no question. I would put everything aside. I was watching every single Leafs game. Yeah. But as an adult, oh, like I, you want to have a relationship or friends or whatever. <laughs> I remember being at a at a wedding in a small town and yeah. it was Leafs Rangers on a Saturday night. I still remember. And I was just so sour to be missing it. And it's yeah. like, yeah, guess what? Well, like so, so, some happen. of the replies to this are actually like like so, so 52% said they've watched every game in any circumstance. But that, once if it's in America, they, it's football. It, it's one it's, day a week. It's one yeah. day a week. Yeah. Yeah. Different. And I don't miss Seahawks games. Okay. Well, there you go. There you go. Yeah. I don't I don't think I've missed a Seahawks game. I got I don't even know when the last I, time. Uh, thought, like, I never miss my favorite team's game, Red Zone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say There, like, there oh, was one person who There was one person who said they missed their friend's wedding just to see their team play and they drove 10 hours to another state just yeah. to do it. That's wrong. Okay. The, yeah, the last two are over so under, so you got to tell me these are maximum averages based on what the respondent said. So the maximum average of time they would travel for a game, so just one game, not a vacation, was five hours and 48 minutes to watch one game of their favorite team. No. No, absolutely not? No, I would. Would you go to Montreal? Yeah. But watch oh, wait. Sorry. Uh, I, like, I drove three hours to Belleville to play a golf yeah, course with yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's like a trip to Montreal, yeah. though. Like, that's not to just see them play. Like, th- this would be like driving to Montreal, watching the game, driving home first thing the next morning. Like, you're not going yeah, there I've for Montreal. That. You're just I watching that. Yeah. that many times. Buffalo. Just, yeah. Buffalo. Yeah. Cleveland. Ottawa. Cleveland. Be, yeah. No, <laughs> for sure. I just, in, in my mind, uh, all I can think of is how, I don't know. That it just, sometimes I think, who does this? How do people make this work yeah. where they come in from the suburbs even to go to some of these games? Like, yeah. Tell me about it. Hardcore new, traffic and somewhat newly suburb yeah. guy. The anyway, worst. I feel like Sucks. again, all of us. This is all cheat stuff for yeah. Canadian sports fans. Well, and guys, going. who it's our job. Yeah, exactly. Exa- exactly. It's that, like we're the worst yeah. people to be asked this, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you guys watch sports? <laughs> okay, that's not what. I Thanks, asked. Joe. He's like, yeah, no. But you took. You said you took out a question in this poll, which was. Do you have a favorite team? Yeah, yeah, obviously, I removed that one. That yeah, one's okay. That one's soft. No, but and these then, are other real hard hitters. The the last one was the average maximum of money they'd spend on a game is seven hundred and sixty-two dollars. To see their team play. Depends. Yeah, again. It would depend on the game. This is like a whole other podcast because it's the idea of like, can I spend that much money knowing (laughs) that I'm a Leaf fan and it's going to end with me getting kicked in the teeth? No, but all I keep thinking here is like you keep saying your team play. And I'm like, yeah, this feels like a fan poll for football fans in the States. Well, are you like. That's what I'm trying to attribute it to. What's the number you're paying for a Jays World Series game? Uh, Two grand. Two grand. So definitely over then. I think I would probably like, yeah, I'd be in that range. Yeah, two grand. Uh, once it starts to go over that, I'm do you like, not? Oh. Ha- okay, like, uh, like, 
do you not have the crippling like I obviously it wasn't nearly as much money, but it's like I did the whole Montreal trip yeah. and the crappy Canadians kicked the Leafs in the teeth and then I'm yeah, like, oh, great, they'll just have a bad night in Montreal now. No, like, how much of like no. how do you guys like I could never pull the trigger on expensive ticket X for really important game because I would just be terrified they're gonna lose the whole time. But I no, guess but that's to, how I am to, the whole, to me the it's whole like, anyways. It, yeah, it's a good point. Like yeah. I do, I do have the fear. Like I won't, yeah, we all have the fear. But there's a lot of times I won't even go out for a big game because I just want to sit at home in the dark mm-hmm. and then and then react after. The amount That's, of these, the amount of the no one talking. Yeah, the game. amount of nobody talked to me. Game seven's about to start. Hopefully, we talk in the morning. Text. Well, that you, gets even sent you out. and I for Bucks raps when they won and they you know we watched that at home. Yeah. But I will say this, okay? There's a couple. But we things. had good luck at your place. This so is that's definitely. Why we did it. This is definitely. Yeah, we, we 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 cleaned up that run, and we've <laughs> also tried, and we went out for the entire night, spent yeah. a ton of money, yeah. and over the course of that playoff run too. This is the thing: is there's a couple things to this. One is you guys talked about the Toronto sports fan view of this hardcore, which is like always getting beaten down, losing, and just being like the worst is going to happen. Yeah, Boston so sports fans like we go out for every yeah, game because like, we always win. But that's, that's what I'm saying. It's I, guaranteed I, money back when I sell I, this ticket stub. I've only done that once, where I had a ticket to something and I decided not to go because I thought the downside of being there for the loss was going to hurt me too badly. But also, I had was presented with the upside of getting to watch the game with Sam and a bunch of my other friends, which was the Jays beating the Rangers. Mm. No, Jays beating the uh, Orioles in the wildcard game. No, I was there with you at that game. I'm saying when I sold my ticket to go to Rangers, Blue Jays. The bat flip game? Yes, DS, bat flip game. You had tickets that game? Yeah. I, I don't remember cheats. that. Yeah, no, I had cheats. It's come up on the show before. Yeah, no, yeah. I sold I sold my tickets to that game because, we, first of all, it was you, me, Braden, Dunjack, yeah. and I that were all going to go to the game. And I didn't have the heart to be like, I'm only going to watch this with one of you. And it was such an expensive ticket. And it was also like, I have to go to this game yeah. and sit in the torture chamber. Yeah. And I wasn't ready for it, especially since, by the way, that series against the the Rangers, I was bad luck. Like, I genuinely <laughs> was feeling like I did a That bad. should have been on your quiz. Do yeah. you think, how much do you think you no, personally affect no, things? Because th- I, I think out all the time. No, I don't think, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't think that going in. But what I will say is, like, I don't know. There's a weird thing to being a sports fan sometimes where it feels like if you've been, if you keep losing in the same spot, I'm definitely a switch it up guy. Uh, for sure. Yeah. Superstition. Yeah. You have like to. I'm for sure. A, I, like, Listen, if you're not superstitious as a, superstitious as a sports fan, you're not a sports I don't fan. think you're, you're not a sports, sports fan. fan. Yeah. Like, what sucks? Or your team, like, just, or your team just wins all the time. Well, what sucks is for McKee and I, my favorite sports bar, although it's kind of getting worse lately, but anyway. Uh, this lose every game. Over we've right. lost every meaningful game yeah. in this bar. Really? And now it's just, it's not even my local anymore because we've lost so many. <laughs> Too beaten down. So, down. <laughs> so I, I have a place that I, I have a place that I watch the Raps championship win at. And then mm-hmm. just like through work, I've been working a lot of like the Leafs yeah. games or whatever. So I have not been back for a big moment. And it's like still on ice for the next like oh, big game next that big needs, one. needs to be. Saving it. Yeah. Love that. Love yeah, I that. I like that too. <laughs> Again, it depends. Like, it, it it depends on like who is going to go with me to the game, right? Mm-hmm. Who's mm-hmm. going to also fork up the dough mm-hmm. to go to this game? What is the stake of the moment, right? Like, yeah. do I already have the ticket? Do I have to b- go buy the ticket? Like there, there's just a lot of factors that go into those ones. But I will say that for me personally, at this point in my sports fandom, 
to turn down the idea of going to a World Series game over money that the Toronto Blue Jays are in when I haven't had a chance to do that in my whole life. Like, I'm doing that. Yeah, what are you going to remember? Are, exactly. Leafs are in a Stanley Cup final. Yeah, they might lose that it's game. Be, it's more to get in than do grand. Yeah, but of course. But my, my point <laughs> is there, though. Ten. Yeah. My point is there, though, is that, like, I've made a career from my love of these teams. Yeah. And so there's just no way that these events are going to happen. And then I'm going to go, no, thanks. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to end up looking at some of my expenditures and be like, wait, you bought new shoes. And you bought, it's like, it's like, no, no, no. It's, 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 it's an investment yeah, yeah. in a just, once in a lifetime. Yeah, opportunity. exactly. I yeah. want to feel a part of something and like, yeah, when I'm in my like older days, if I happen to make it there that I want to be able to look back and be like one of those old guys that goes, I was there at that <laughs> series, you know, game four. Matthew I scored was there, twice, son. you know, and like they lost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matthew scored twice, and that's why I live. Joey Wall was in net street corner. <laughs> Anyways, what's next? okay, back to the home. Yeah. Okay, what's next? What do you guys think of uh, Wayne Gretzky saying that there should be a Bobby Orr Trophy for most points scored by a defenseman? He said that on TNT on Sunday. I actually kind of like it, but also not. It's like we already kind of have that. I say go the other yeah. way. Well, like who? he was advocating to have a Norris for the best defensive defenseman, and then yeah. Bobby Orr Trophy for. Offensive defense. I go the, say go the other way. Give the Norris to the guy, whoever you want to give it to, and then have a like yeah. Nick Lidstrom award or whatever you want to call it, or the Zdeno Chara allowed to take all the penalties you want to Memorial I, award I, or whatever. I think you can just say. somebody could win both. Like I think if you win the yeah. highest scoring one, yeah. and you're also the Norris, you can win that, and you just win both of them, or else you like. I think you know this is uh -huh. just in the news because of Eric Carlson having a. Unbelievable season where mm. I mean, how many points is he up to now? Almost a hundred. Is he at hundred? Well, he's probably got like yeah, 90, yeah. 96, 97. Yeah. I just like he's obviously not the best defenseman in the league right now. No. He's mm -hmm. the best offensive defenseman in the league, yeah. so that's why this conversation's hot in the streets. But yeah. a lot of times, I feel like the most offensive defenseman is also the best guy. Like you know, you look at Makar; yeah. he could just win it every year. Yep. Like I, mm. I just you know, Dougie Hamilton's got almost seventy points this year. Like I just feel that Fox, if you have a lot, a lot of guys, the whole yeah. the whole point of the game is to score. And yeah. if you're a defenseman who's scoring a lot, you're probably one of the best in the league. Therefore, you get to win the North. Yeah, the has 96 points. Yeah, the puck's in the other end. Yeah. I, here's here's my thought on it. I don't like splitting the award because you're right. I'm I'm a believer of it should just be one award. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it did get me thinking that there, the one thing that they just did with those trophies with basketball, right? They changed them all up and they were like, now it's the yeah, Michael don't Jordan. Do that. And it's like, it's kind of lame, but hockey doesn't have a does hasn't done a good job of being like here's the Gretzky here's the or like the most foundational players in the sport yeah there should be more stuff that's attributed to their name yeah right? it's like the Lindsay and the Richard yeah right? and yeah. it's like yeah but Richard deserves it like yep. Richard like we I was no, talking no, about no. how cool the riot was the other day so man <laughs> the, the craziest thing about the rocket riot is that literally so Clarence Campbell obviously I don't know if you guys know a lot about the story but he suspends Maurice Richard right yeah of course he's like no but he decides to do that after they meet in person and Richard's like tells him basically I don't remember what happened yeah. which is the line he feeds him and then he's pissed and they hate each other they hate each other's guts so after Campbell suspends him for the entire season like yeah he goes to Montreal and the mayor of Montreal called him was like please don't come here we're begging you not to come and Campbell was like you think I'm a chicken yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you think I'm afraid and he went and it was like Guys, one guy slapped him in the face that night at the forum. Ooh. One guy walked up and slammed the tomato in his chest. Tomato they chest. Just, That's a real 1940s his, thing. No, 50s, but 50s. yeah, 50s. But yeah, no, it was like the whole game. He was sat in there. We, we should bring and back throwing tomatoes at people man, who are underperforming. You, but like, 
So there's two things. It's like one, the cockiness of Campbell to do that, to yeah. go to Montreal after he Love suspended that Love that gumption. him for the season and the mayor pleads with him not to come. He's like, dude, please. You don't understand how pissed off you the are. The city itself and is being like, like, bro. That's it. And that's how he interpreted it. He's like, you think I'm a coward? <laughs> <laughs> what a classic old guy move. 1950s guy move. Where he's like, oh, you think what? Let me, let me tell you what scared? that guy yeah. didn't hear a lot in his life but, up until that point. But yeah, no. apparently one fan <laughs> in, the sta- in the stands got close to him and did the fake handshake and then slapped him. <laughs> The face. Awesome. Like, yeah, and one guy slept. Yeah, they threw stuff at him all game long, and then yeah, the riot started after it spilled out in the streets, and like he helped incite it. Anyways, complete bozo yes. move in Love hindsight, it. but like well, also brought it yeah. upon himself. Yeah, but anyways, awesome what's, what's next? Uh, the Royal Mail, which is essentially the UK version of the Canada Post. Yeah. They so they've been a little bit of context. They've been in a labor dispute with uh, the union and the company about worker pay. Okay. So on April Fools, they posted a bulletin, and it said that each each employee was going to get an eleven percent raise. But it was an April Fool's joke. Yeah. And, the, of course, the employees flipped out and said, I'm like, that's horrible, someone. that's cruel. I mean, that's got to be one of the worst things you can do as a company. Well, yeah, it's dumb, but it's also April Fool's, bozos. Be, be aware. Like, <laughs> no, every, that's, no, that's to too close to that's home. Too no, real. every single but if you, company if you can, puts if you out a the thing context. about no, joking. But, no, but, dude. You can't be a company and say in a labor you're dispute. getting raises. <laughs> no, I don't even raise the labor dispute, no labor dispute. You can't say people are getting raises and then be like, just kidding. Psych. No, don't play with Listen, my money. I'm very, very sensitive to April Fool's because yeah. uh-huh. I used to fall for it bad. My mom yeah. has got me with some really, really rotten <laughs> ones over my ears. Oh, and what, like so what? Like, give us one. Like she, Marianne, what you... she told me that they had like tickets to a Leaf game for me and they didn't. And I looked at the, uh, they were playing and yeah. I looked at the, the ticker and there was Washington, there was in Washington. Oh. And I was like, you lied. Like, it's just oh. like April Fools. Like, oh. I have, I have been scarred by, like, I've been scarred. So, you should, so if anything, you should be Listen, with no, no, like, the I'm just, workers. Like, no, no, I'm not even, it's just that, like, I know I got it set on my clock. Like, it's like April Fools. I ain't getting <laughs> got, got it set <laughs> like, I ain't getting got this year by Mary Ann. So, like, I, I was just like, like, good morning. Not today. You're <laughs> not going to get so, me with so your you games. So, you thought you had the tickets until you saw it was Washington. Oh, yeah, and then you were I'll like, tell you oh, this. Don't be a bozo. It's April Fools. Just don't even fall for anything. This guy, I love this, where he's like in the movies where they go get the guy, like, help us with this. He's like, no, he can't. He's in the bunker already. He's got all the supplies on April Fool's. Help yourself. I, I hate April Fool's. I will say this. Nobody likes to be the fool. Uh, <laughs> and I hate it. I hate when April I get Fools. duped, I, I hate it. I, I feel like such a sucker idiot. And like, oh, God, oh, it just boils my blood to think Same. about times I've gotten got, and then yeah. you have to play it off like, ha, 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 ha. But I will say this. I do think that a good April Fool's with somebody is one that does fringe on the, this is kind of realistic, and it's not. And I will say that, yeah, my dad, I remember when I was a kid, he got me with Sports 1, too, which was, he was like, Sean Kemp got traded. And I was like, what? And I woke up, and he's like, yeah, he's traded. He's gone. And I was like, what? No way. And like, little kid. <laughs> pre-internet? And it's pre-internet. incredible. Yeah. That's not fair. Dads owned you. That's they not were nice. like, uh, I can do whatever were, the hell you <laughs> They were. The power that they had. They're your sports center. They're your yeah, ticker. They're, they're your everything. Twitter. Yeah. They're everything. Dad, with yeah. Dad. Scrolling down. <laughs> like, what do you got for me? The, no power, good. the power your dad had. It's like, what's on sports tonight, power? Yeah. Like, yeah, that was it. 
but yeah, I remember getting got. But yes, the idea of it getting realistic and not kind of crossing that line. But I think that money is crossing the yeah, line. Like I, I do. I think listen. that a company doing that. You, you can't even watch. Well, it that's about on its own. They like, should be getting old tomato chested, is what <laughs> yeah, you should be bringing Clarence Campbell. Yeah. Tomato <laughs> chest, tomato the the, the fake chest. handshake. They're like, sir, the social media manager, you really should not walk through the newsroom right now. You, yeah. You're saying I can't? Yeah. You're calling me exactly. a coward? Tomato, yeah, you tomato. Think I'm a coward. You think I'm a coward. Yeah, that's the best. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. Uh, that was right. some good stuff. That was some fun stuff today. I wanted to do the fun. So, congrats. If you like this part of the podcast, like I always say, leave five stars. Subscribe. So yeah, follow it on Twi- on Spotify, follow it on iTunes, and then if you're on iTunes, leave a nice little comment. All right, let's, keep, let's have that rating go up. I like seeing them coming. I, again, I know how many of you listen to this thing, so it kind of sucks if there's not more reviews. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>